0: Hello and welcome to episode 118 of the Good Good Golf Podcast. Rod Morris sounding the klaxon and preparing to dive where few in the golf world have gone before. Is there anything left to say about the President's Cup? Has it been saved despite another international loss? Or does it still need an overhaul to remain relevant? Will Adrian Logue be invited to play Quail Hollow after we get his thoughts on the course today? Spoiler alert, no. No, he won't. Is Tom Kim some form of Asian sevi Does Asia need a sevi Does live Golf significant investment in the Asian tour shift the balance of power from the old world to the new over the coming two decades? And what might that look like? What might it mean for Australian golf? These are just some of the topics that we may or may not talk about as we chat today. When I say we, I mean, of course, the internet's foremost golf course path expert and left-field thinker, Adrian Logue. Logue, I assume I'm right about you not receiving an invite to play Quail Hollow after your thoughts. And given that we're both already on the banned list...
1: Uh, perhaps, yes. We'll see. I'll <laughs> dig a deeper hole today. I dig a deep hole and they
0: can throw me down with all those quails that mistreated over the, over the <laughs> years. Keen, keen to find out what your research about quails has turned up over the, uh, over the past week. And the newest member of the team, of team, good, good, Jimmy Emmanuel. Jimmy, if we can find one more, we can form a live team. Good, good. Well, we could do. Hey, And then we reckon? reckon? We could start suing. That'd be good. <laughs> get, get on the court case bandwagon. There's a lot happening there. Are you across? Because if you are, we'll get your thoughts. Yeah. If you're not, we might leave it for another week until we can figure out I, what's going on.
2: I am as much as I can be. I'm, in honesty, more interested in whether uh, Logue's welcome back at Woodville after his comments on there. The yeah. same about Woodville. I thought it was pretty-
0: I thought you were pretty good, actually, now that yeah. I think about it. I might have to go back and listen again. Wow. wow. You know, hopefully he is banned. Hopefully we can get him banned from <laughs> you, every course across you, Australia. You and you and can enjoy it on your own. Uh, I'll start with you, Luke. Initial thoughts on the President's Cup. Everybody's had their son. I'm not sure there's much left to really explore, but what were your initial reactions to what unfolded at Quail Hollow?
1: Whatever we say about it, really, we're grading on a curve, and I think most of the commentary about it has said, well, yeah, it wasn't so bad. Uh, it wasn't as bad as expected. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't as bad as expected. And... I think I'm probably in that camp. Did you watch much of it? No. Any reason? (laughs) I I, I turned it on quite a lot and just couldn't – it didn't hold my attention. Actually, you know, everybody said this, but the coverage was terrible. Um, The on-screen graphics package was really uninformative. Um, So, to me, the the thing about these team events is if it puts you in the seat of being the captain, where you know, oh, I've got to get out to see – Sunjay, oh, I've got to get over to see Tom. You know, I've got to. I, I I need to go and support that match. You know, you from the first shot of the day, especially on the final day, you've got to be seeing it all play out in your head, and then. Uh, understand what's at stake for every match and I didn't get that at all
0: terrible, from the yeah, we'll come back to that because it might be I think one of the PGA Tours biggest weak spots that live is the live golf people are exploiting is that whole yeah. television broadcast whether they're getting it right or not they're putting some thought into it but yeah we can come back yeah that's that. exactly well they're at least doing something people aren't saying about the live golf broadcast it's unwatchable and for a long time before Live even came along, people have been saying PGA Tour is <laughs> borderline unwatchable. It is absolutely for the most part. That's Jimmy, undisputed. Initial reactions to the Cup. Were you like Logue? Did you not get to watch much? Did you were you forced to turn it off?
2: Uh, I tuned in for bits and pieces as well as is my job. But in uh, fact, the timing uh, wasn't great
0: here. The so timing, so just so that people please yeah. understand, <laughs> we weren't ignoring it in the middle of the day. It wasn't in the middle of the night.
2: No, well. and we had you know uh, grand finals of other codes and public holidays and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, I think. The coverage was the the biggest takeaway in terms of the negative of trying to watch it. But having covered a Presidents Cup before, it's very hard to actually get around and get everything going. And to Logue's point of, you know, if you put yourself in the captain's chair, that's why they've got assistant captains because they can't be everywhere as well. And it's it's difficult to get out there. But look, the parts that I did watch and all the coverage we did of it, I really liked the Presence Cup. I lo- like 2019 at Royal Melbourne's one of the best events I've ever covered. Agree and so, I mean, I, my takeaway from it is, yeah, the coverage needs to be way better to, to compete in what's now a competitive market, but more team golf is, a, is an important part of what I think we should be doing moving forward. Um, the sort of team golf that we're seeing from Liv? Well, I think that can't be a bad thing if it's team golf, but it needs to be probably refined with Liv. Um, you know, we need more team identity in those live teams, the rosters set and some meaningfulness in terms of how that actually operates. Now they've, they've released their, the format for the final event. Do you understand any of that? No, I rang my (laughs) mathematical cousin to try and tell me how to do it, but you know, more team golf in that, that's an option, but potentially, I mean, you know, everyone talks about adding the women to international into the President's Cup, I'd like to see rest of the world men and women versus, re- versus American men and women rather than change in, uh, President's Cup or Ryder Cup or Solheim so Cup. At another event. Yeah, at another event because as much as the coverage might not have been that good and we're all expecting this whitewash that didn't happen, people were talking about it. People were
0: interested in it and it's not 72 holes of stroke play. It, which is why I think it's ripe to become the mixed event because there's a – The President's Cup, if it absolutely peaks, and it did in 98 when the internationals won, will always be behind the Ryder Cup as an elite men's competition. So you've got the elite men's competition in the Ryder Cup. You've got the elite women's competition in the Solheim Cup. What do you need to close the circle? You need the elite mixed competition. Mm -hmm. And the President's Cup could and should be that. It doesn't flood the market. It takes something that's already got a history, improves on it. You could make parallels between bringing the women in with bringing Europe into the Ryder Cup team and the energy that that brought. It'd certainly be more competitive. There's no question about that. And it would do something for the game more broadly. To me, it ticks every single box at every level and it has credibility.
2: I think uh, well, while I've been very much on that train as well, this last week made me rethink it a little bit more and and see it a bit more as I think we've been a bit tokenistic by welcoming them into an established event. Let's create a new event with its own identity. The President's Cup, if Are you, you look- gonna, when you, So you're
0: going to have America now have to play 14 events among them, between them?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, if they want to run the golf world, they've got to- They've got to, <laughs> they've got to earn it. They've got to-
0: Well, that's Work right. Work harder. I think, there's, I think there's issues with that. Yeah, no, I see the you, point
1: you make. Well, you raised a, a point a couple of years ago, I think, Rod. You wrote a very good piece, I thought. When, a couple it, of years
0: ago, so a very good piece I wrote. Few and far between. Still, still memorable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know which one it is. One of these events has gotten on a different year now after the pandemic. Yeah, there was twice. After right, okay. So at 9/11, at 9-11. 9-11 the
2: and then, then the pandemic has them. thrown us all again.
1: Uh, the nine, I do I remember the 9-11 one. But yeah, it, it, at the time you wrote this piece, uh, the uh, Solheim and the uh, Ryder Cup were on different years. That's
0: right. It was played in President's Cup years.
1: Yeah. And so the yeah the Solheim was in President's Cup years. And so the thought of a mixed President's Cup- the, uh, this downside that I don't think anybody else identified, but you identified in your piece, was that the American women would have to play twice a year yeah. in, in that scenario. Which
0: you would never ask the American men to do.
1: No, absolutely. We, we, we no.
0: very carefully ask them to play once every year. <laughs> yes, you know, that's right. Which is true. It's, yeah.
1: Exactly. And so now that situation doesn't exist, the Solheim and Ryder Cup are on the same year. We can take advantage of that and have this this mixed
0: event on the off year. Well, Shackelford wrote about it during the week, that the resistance had come previously from the LPGA, had it. thinking of what it would do to the Solheim Cup. Yeah. Yes. But the PGA Tour had sort of broached the subject and the LPGA weren't keen because they don't want to rightfully dilute the Solheim Cup. Absolutely. I,
2: I think it's all valid. And, you know, I've, I've done a column for our next magazine that talks about it. And the, the scheduling and how it all works is up to the people who run the game. That's, you know, this is an idea, but, you know, you can look at things like having the President's Cup and this, you know, rest of the world combined event in alternating two year cycles. So you play President's Cup every other, but the, the thing with the, you know, the LPGA, I, I saw that from Jeff Shackelford as well, the LPGA, you know, not being too keen to take away from the Solheim Cup. Well, they need to look at where so much of their top quality players come from and realize they're not including them. And that needs to, that needs to change. And, and look, the, the thing with the presence cup as well is it's a PJ tour own product. It's to make money as a primary thing for them. So we can all shout in the
0: echo chamber about adding women to it. It's a very unlikely situation to happen. But it does take us outside the echo chamber, doesn't it? Which is the other box that it ticks, which is showing the well world that golf can and sometimes does include. It can be yeah. inclusive. It's one of the few sports where it realistically can have a mixed competition of integrity.
2: Mm. And I I think the then flow on for all this is to talk to the players who are playing these things and ask them what it means. I mean, I watched that last day and and earlier parts. There's a great photo of Adam Scott, arms in the air, head back after Cam Davis hold a putt in the earlier rounds. You can't tell me the President's Cup doesn't mean something to Adam Scott. The way. Justin Thomas went about it in that final match with Sung- with Siwoo Kim, sorry. You can't tell me it doesn't mean something to Justin Thomas. You know, it's not just because he's winning every time. These guys seem to like it. So I'd like to see what the players say as well. Now, they're not the deciding factor. The people who watch it or don't watch it are the very important thing. But I think it shows that team golfs, Interesting. It's important, and the PGA Tour and and LPGA Tour and DP World Tour need to look at ways to engage people more. And I think adding team golf more regularly, or you know, is is a, is a way to do it. How they work that out and how they get the players to agree to it, well. You know, that's we'll their pay responsibility. Them. We already pay know them. That the that's players right. will do
0: anything for money. That's right. We've proved that, so <laughs> yeah. let's just stick with that as a thing. But the, the, sorry, It's got to be about something bigger than the President's Cup, though. Doesn't it? That's what it feels like to me. It needs to add something to the game more than just this one event, and that's what making it a mixed event, I think, would do for it. I think it goes beyond then just being its own event. I, I, think, the, I think the thing we miss if – is once again
2: that there's parts of the world that come out of it if it's the President's Cup and it's the internationals excluding Europe. I think the thing that would be really special is if you make it rest of the world and the US, that's the most competitive team to ever make is that rest of
0: the world team. Mixed. Mixed. Mixed, yes. At the moment... Yeah. No, no, for men only. No, correct. But so be, six, a six spots would make problem. it more competitive.
2: Six though. spots makes it more competitive, uh, much more so. The so top
0: six on the men's international team, no problem. It's always been the issue for the President's yeah. Cup. Is at the bottom end of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then if you if you're adding Europe to the mix, in it becomes a rest of the world team as well. Oh right, no, I wouldn't. Do that. that becomes that's the hardest team to ever make. That's, so,
1: I think almost too flattering yeah. for America.
2: You know, while well, we can always they, that they would be the that, opponent that they're for the everybody. opponent yeah. for the rest of the world, like the complete rest of the world. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. yeah the which world. is yeah, where you look at maybe you add in you know alternating years of who plays who to think and all in that thirty
0: years, of years that that might be the case that you'd have these But for the yeah. moment, it makes sense: Europe v. US, Europe v. US, rest of the world v. US, yeah. but mixed. Yeah. To me, that gets you through the next couple of decades quite. Yeah. The,
1: the other thing about it is, it's we've got to find a way to bring the Korean women Absolutely. into yeah. this into this sort of form of event and increasingly the Thai women as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, um, the the other thing I'd say about this is the PGA tour needs to be seen to be doing uh, taking some risks. Yeah, this yeah. is what got them into this situation yeah. in the first run, place.
0: Run it's, the just, listeners through the Steve Jobs thing that you. It
1: wasn't you it, it was months, Jeff Bezos who's a bit of a Jeff tool. Bezos, but, um, <laughs> but he said this he, not he, you not know all he's, bad. he said something a very, intelligent at some point. He's part. a like successful tool. Um, he said okay this is from an interview that he did with Henry Blodget. In a bit of a text for your contribution. Uh, What really matters is companies that don't continue to experiment. Companies that don't embrace failure. They eventually get in a desperate position where the only thing they can do is a Hail Mary bet at the very end of their corporate existence. (laughs) So good, (laughs) good, isn't it? Um, (laughs) Touching lots of nerves. Whereas companies that are making bets all along, even big bets, but not bet the company bets prevail. I don't believe in the bet the company bets. That's when you're desperate. That's the last thing you can do. So that that was his quote. And I think going to a mixed presence cup would be a big bet, it's a huge- but it's not a bet the company bet. No. And they've done nothing, int- they've taken no risks of that sort for the
0: last, what, 20 years longer? No. Look, they're in the, in some ways, unenviable position. Maybe the playoffs. Having had to- if, if someone had said to you 20 years ago, somebody's going to come along and challenge the PGA Tour, you would have laughed, mm-hmm. rightly. It's not a feasible yeah. possibility. I mean, success they've been blindsided hides, in some ways. Yeah, success hides all sorts of exactly. failures. But what it has done is expose why it's been a mistake for them to not take any risks yep. all that time, even though they yeah. were the most dominant. Kodak springs to mind, doesn't it? You're it to be digital. Yeah, oh, it won't last. Who, when's the last time you saw a Kodak product?
2: Yeah, They're quite often. Well, say, quite uh, often. Uh, film's very popular now.
0: Is it? Well, yeah. in, the, in the way that... You know, know craft, the on craft beers popular. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's become a craft industry. But I agree with you. And I would go one step further. I think I would make the President's Cup mixed. I would make the anchor course Royal Melbourne, because we know how good that's been for the President's Cup. And you would play it in America every third playing. Royal Melbourne, Asia. Royal Melbourne, South Africa. Royal Melbourne, America. And that, that starved the American market a bit. And that might just increase. And particularly- It'll be competitive, particularly if the internationals win a couple. Now you've got something that people do want to go to. You can always switch that later, but I think that makes a whole lot of sense. If you anchored it at Royal Melbourne, which has proved itself to be a fabulous venue for the event and the format. And that's innovative. That's genuinely innovative. And yes, it might fail. I doubt it might fail, but I think you're right. That's a, that's a not bet the company bet because they are approaching the point where they're going to have to bet the company. Mm, cool. That's rarely going to be a winning bet, is it? No. <laughs> no. And yeah. I think. No, it's a desperation. That's the, no,
2: Hail Mary. That's the Hail Mary at the end. That's the big advantage Liv has in being a new product where. Like yeah. this, this thing that's come out about their team's final and everyone's going, Oh, well, that's, you know, the bit Not confusing what they said at and whatever. The start of the year. But it's like they don't have to. <laughs> they they, they can just change it that's whenever right. they want. There's no, Oh, yeah, we've been playing, you know, the Sanderson Farms for 20 years. So we're going to keep doing it the same way. They can change it up, which is a, a massive advantage when you're playing to an audience and you're getting the feedback and doing it. And you've got that. the resources to do yeah. whatever you want. That's a huge, that's a
0: massive. Whereas
2: issue. the, the, the President's Cup, I mean, part of this issue is, you know, we've got two of them coming to Victoria. In the 2028 20, and 20 something else, you know, how much of the detail of what the event entails is involved in those contracts that are signed years, decades in advance where they can't change it? Because that's, that stuff is, Detailed into a lot of this stuff. The PGA Tour to get guarantees of locations and money and all that sort oh, of yeah, stuff. It's, a, it's a has, logistically big. Has issue. really set in place a lot of the structure, which is why they can't just go, ah, well, we'll just change it because, you know, Visit Victoria doesn't go, oh, well, this will help them out with their product and their, you know, battle with Live Golf. They go, no, no, no. We're paying. We want.
0: But in terms picks. of the but in terms of the president's cup, I can't imagine that any potential sponsor or supporter of the event, if if the PGA Tour announced that the, you know, that it was going to become a mixed event, I can't see any pushback from sponsors about that. I would only see people embracing that, I and mean, it doesn't affect the logistics of it. Wherever you're playing, it doesn't matter whether you're playing an all men's team or a mixed team. So, I take your broader point about that whole planning ahead and what's involved. I, I spoke to Richard, um, who's and I always forget he's the um, core super at Royal Melbourne. Did a thing about Forsyth. golf episode with Richard, Richard Forsyth, fantastic yeah. bloke. The logistics involved in the- <laughs> <laughs> in that oh, event. Yeah. And it's not as big as the Ryder Cup. And that's just crazy what goes on for literally years in advance. I and mean, PGA Tour sent somebody down here to set up office for like two or three well, years. An and Matt Kaminsky yeah. lived here for yeah. twice. Yeah. He's done two stints here for three or four years at a time. Yeah. And he's needed. I mean, you don't yeah, just absolutely. lob it's... up the week before and throw yeah. up some grandstands and everything's going to be okay. So You should know by now, though, that there's someone on Twitter
2: who has a contrarian view to that. You can't say that everyone will agree. With?
0: With, you know, adding women to the mix. Oh, look, and, and rightly so, there's, I, it, I think it would solve most of the problems. I think it would create something really special, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily the right thing to do. And, you know, there's loads of people who don't think that we should. And- Trevor
1: Immelman said he's happy with it as, a, as it is. Now.
0: That's that's what I think the players is and it, I think it, the, the
1: people
2: involved, mm-hmm. I think, I think they are happy with how it is. Like I, I remember, I never used it for anything because we, we didn't have it have space for it, but I spoke to Adam Scott in 2019 on the Saturday night after they'd done the big team press conference, and I spoke to Adam off to the side about noticing how different he was that week as opposed to every other week I'd seen him at a golf tournament. And the way he spoke with the emotion he spoke about that President's Cup and trying to win one, I've never seen him that like that before. And so the people involved it clearly means something. I mean, we joke around that Presidents Cup Jeff Ogilvy is a completely different human <laughs> being. Like he, you watch him that yeah. week, and he is he is a different energy for the whole week. And they just he took the tournament's him. over, and then he's
1: slinking around the background. Yeah, then he's <laughs> in the background, <laughs> he's
2: chickens and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But you know, I think the people involved to that point about Trevor saying you know he likes it the way I think yeah. they all going to – But that also, is – also it's but not his decision. Like, no, it's it it's not to be a
0: good it, spectacle, and it yeah, hasn't
1: been. That's like the, you know. That's like the user telling you what features you want in your yeah, piece no, of software exactly. or something like that. Exactly. It's,
2: I think that's the, the point. It, is it, that
1: you need this leadership, like not pleasing, not constantly trying to patch things up by pleasing
0: those voices. Having said that, by the way, I need think strong, it's important come. to the President's Cup because I agree that he is invested. He yeah. carries a President's Cup towel on his back all year. Yeah. Like That's his chosen yeah. goal town. That's not something he has to do. I'm sorry you had to see that. him so emotional as yeah. well, Jimmy, you know, <laughs> it's, it's sad to see such a fine-looking man when he's sort of – I think he's like super important to the team. You saw that this week. He was unquestionably – his play on course was not very good, but he was unquestionably one of the much leaders. I think he's done. Yeah, quite possibly. But <laughs> say it to his face. But, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think he's important to it. But I think that's you, one element. You're right. I don't think the players would be less invested. There might be some friction in the first year if you have a mixed event, but I don't see any reason why it would be a – What sort of monster is going to oppose a mixed event? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> not pu- not publicly. Most would be right. But we saw Vijay Singh, you know, said what a lot of people were thinking when Anika played at the Colonial uh, all those yeah. years ago, didn't he? Got himself yeah. in all sorts of trouble. There's no question there'd be some thought about that. Anyway, interesting. Uh, in its current form, what do you see as the future of the president? If it doesn't go to a mixed thing, Jimmy, does the PJ tour just keep funding it to be beyond what the people involved might think? Essentially. It's at best a second rate event, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, from the PGA Tour's point of view, I'm assuming it still makes them a very good amount of money. So mm-hmm. they're in no rush to change things up. And look, the- classic, classic PGA Tour. Yeah, but that's like right. That's, that's right.
0: But uh, <laughs> you know, it's that's it, where it's going great. I mean, why do we well? have to change anything? That's exactly yeah. right. You can understand. We'll it. get disrupted
2: again. I again, I think, like in 2019, there was enough in terms of the play to make them think, "Oh, we're so close." We're close. And it wasn't as close as 2019 where the internationals really should have won. Um, but given the internationals' performance, uh, you know, on the latter part of this, despite not being able to play foursomes for whatever reason, they can't agree to work out that sort of stuff. I mean, that was horrific how bad they were playing foursomes. There's guys paired up playing – who play completely different golf balls all year, trying to play the same golf ball is just like – That's, that's, some, that's some- team play 101. Like Hideki Matsuyama – and Adam Scott play polar opposite golf balls. And then they're in the first group out and they get drubbed. Like it it doesn't make sense. But if they They must have agreed. To- they 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 do, of course. But they've unearthed these Tom Kim's
0: and, you know, Siwoo Kim. Is- he's my he's actually my favorite Kim. Yeah. And he's been my favorite Kim since twenty seventeen when he made a putt on the Sunday. Like it was always over the Saturday night. Yep. On the Sunday, I can't remember who he was playing in singles. But on the 17th or the 16th, he made a putt to go from three down to two down and shush the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to want that guy on your yeah. team, don't G- you?
1: Gave a very good account of himself that final day, especially.
0: Yeah. So they, I
2: think they're sitting there thinking it's so close to turning that tide, but the the factory of players from America is just going to keep mm. coming. Like it, we, they've, they've gone and got a, you know, Billy Horschel, who's been so close to teams for so long and he finally gets a start. Now, he didn't play that good, but he's a great example of guy a guy who without Liv could have gone his whole career without ever playing a Ryder Cup President's car, And he is a fine player who's got that attitude that's kind of built for this sort of stuff, and they they get Max Homer in his first one, and he's an out-and-out star, right? So I don't think it's as close to turning because, you know, with the qualifications and all that sort of stuff, you know, whether or not they can pick people who don't play the PJ Tour is still unknown to us. Um, that
0: whole Ryan Fox-Lucas well, thing was weird, wasn't it? Ryan Fox- I like, think his form I, I was think a bit think off.
2: His form was on the way down, and- it's, it's harder to take a guy who doesn't play American golf courses to a very typical American golf course. He's a streaky player. Yeah. Too. But I think, I think he would probably fit once he got there. Lucas Herbert's the one that makes less sense. I mean, Lucas who is. Who do you
0: leave out if you bring Lucas in? You, you could pick any of the Canadians a- after the event, Well, I mean, that's the but other big takeaway is
2: no one, uh, you know, I I, Canada's maybe needs to invest in some putting greens. Those, those two pu- performance with putter was a abysmal. like that was as a harsh. bad putter myself. I was going to say harsh for that one is week that team. was it's pretty
1: tough to putt with your putter wrapped around your throat, <laughs> like <laughs> just but, uh, and no oxygen know, in the air. Yeah,
2: uh, it, it's it's who do you leave out and all that sort of stuff, but and team dynamics and all that stuff, but. You know Lucas is perfectly fitted to that stuff. You think you Siwoo
0: Wu so. Kim oh, was gonna you know <laughs> he'd, have been, he'd have been shushing them at the pre-tournament dinner. That's right. You know, he he <laughs>
2: might have knocked Justin Thomas's bag over <laughs> on the first tee just to see what he did. He's, he's that like, type yeah.
0: of he's abrasive and he's exactly who you want in the trenches if you yeah. can have some sort of battle. However, putter. ironically, though, might live be the savior of the President's Cup in some ways because of the investment they've made in Asian golf. And we saw, I think, possibly one of the first examples this week, this past week Of the impact that's going to have as we go forward. We've always talked about Asia being the potential, the potential of Asia and Asian golfers. We've seen it in the women's game, not so much in the men's. Tom Kim this week, Siwoo Kim. Mm -hmm. Are we going to have more Tom Kims and Siwoo Kims in future president's Cups? And is that going to be accelerated because Liv have bought the Asian tour outright and poured a bunch of money into it?
1: Uh, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, it's good proving ground, um, where players of that quality can, uh, test themselves in in against good fields that's certainly seeming to happen in the Asian tour events now so yeah I want to see more of that uh, it's funny though isn't it how in four round stroke play the personalities of these players have very few opportunities to come out in the in the way that they do uh where every hole there's something at stake yeah, and, that's true. and every great shot that you or well, every great putt that you hole is a celebration opportunity not where you've got to sort of keep it mm. a little bit but not like I'm so, more under control, holes, as you say, in a 72-hole stroke play event. So, uh, and so, would this same thing be? Would we be saying the same stuff about Tom Kim if he just won the Asian Tour event this week? Um, which is not right because he's a PGA Tour player, but. Uh, you know, possibly not. He'd, he'd just be like, "Oh, you know, this guy's winning a bit," but we wouldn't. He wouldn't be the same sort of sensation. He does feel a bit special though, Tom Kim, doesn't he? That's
0: sevic oh, absolutely, He's over the top, but he does feel a bit special. He has got yeah. both the game Isn't and the it, personality. I'm
1: it's extraordinary how somebody marks themselves at the beginning of these weeks yeah. as I'm, "I'm the player <laughs> to watch this week." <laughs>
0: I'm the guy. Um,
1: there's something uh, it, it was we saw it in the Solheim Cup, didn't we? Um, and uh, uh, with,
0: um, I've forgotten her name, <laughs> the Irish girl. Leon- <laughs> Leon- Leona Maguire. Leona um, Maguire. And it's rarely a statement of, I'm the one. No. It's something else makes no. oh, look at that guy. He's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah she had grit. And, big time. Uh, and you could just see the determination and uh, the will to prove herself. And Max Homer showed it, as you yep, said. Agreed. Um, so, you know, Tom Kim and Max Homer... Like, it's just extraordinary how the most unexpected person stamps themselves as the person to watch
2: that week and comes out of these weeks a star. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think Tom Kim, for a lot of people, might have been unexpected. For a lot of people, not. KJ Choi gave an interview at the start of last week and said, this guy is something oh, special. He is the real deal. And he said, you know, we've not had a player come from Korea as prepared to be successful in America as Tom Kim. He speaks really good English. Spent a lot of time there. He, he spent a lot of time there. Didn't he, he spend a bit of time in Australia? Little bit, I think. A little bit, A little bit, yeah, a little bit. And there was, you know, he's ready to go here. And you could see as soon as he got there, he was into the atmosphere. And I mean, the guy won a PJ Tour event, one of his first starts yeah, to right. get special members. Like, is he this. 20 yet? Is, he's 20, first yeah. He's 20. And like, everyone has realised, because when they made, you know, the international series live announcement at the start of the year, Tom Kim was sitting next to Greg Norman. They were going, this kid's special. This is the one we need to identify as the young Asian player who we're going to lock our horns in. So he, but I think that to Loke's point about they don't show that personality over 72 hole stroke play. We haven't seen Tom Kim play a lot of big events yet. No. So he hasn't that. had a chance? No. Well. no he's but <laughs> also, I think if you asked any of those players after Presidents Cup week, they would be so drained from that added, you know, Emotional highs and lows and the pressures and all that sort of stuff. I mean, Tom Kim would have been spent by the end of all that because he's put so much into it, invested so much, he mentally would have been zapped. And if you did that to yourself every single week, playing 25 weeks a year, or in Sung Jae Im's case, 48 weeks a year, <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't perform. So I think that's part of, you know, you make a birdie on, you know, 16 on Friday afternoon, you can't really no, get no, that no. excited <laughs> because you <laughs> got you got a lot, got a lot, lot to go. Whereas you're just playing this one thing in front of you, so yeah. it's a different thing. He's but, 20 years old as well. He's yeah, that's right. Plenty of energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I thought I thought he and Siwoo coming out of that week just you know is another point to people, particularly in America, of. What's coming out of, out of Asia? You know, we've seen in the women's game more, but these are the players that can be produced out of there and, and we hopefully will see more because there's going to be more investment in the Asian tour and, and that might be, you know, Liv's uh, benefit to the PJ Tour, like Logue says, you know, it's going to drive it over there.
1: Just on his celebrations as well, there was a joyousness to the way yeah. he celebrated. Which
0: I think even the opposition for the most part
1: would yeah, they'd acknowledge acknowledge that. was like yeah, okay, it's like great. He, to see, he looks like we'll look fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and you know, if you were just having a social game in a, in your foursome and, and somebody started carrying on like Tom Kim carried on, you'd be like yeah yeah, good this on. is fun. Like, yeah, who <laughs> would you react
0: like that you'd write, to, Like
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Right, yeah. I mean, it, contrast that with JT and the nastiness that underlines his own celebrations. Like, even when he's celebrating something good, like a, holding a winning putt or something, there's this nut, the anger there's to it. it. There's a meanness. Yeah, a mean-spirited celebration. And I don't know what it is. I mean, the, a lot of the American team, frankly, are pretty unlikable. Um, Sam Burns has done nothing to show me that he's uh, unlikable, so he's he's on not notice. We've totally been waiting for uh, the lone player by player. <laughs> Tony Finn seems fine. He's you know he's
0: lovely player, nice, lovely nice, lovely,
1: a lovely bloke. If yeah. I don't think. Um, and Max Homer, you know, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> is he on the yeah. the TBD list? Is he? He's done nothing wrong so far. Right, like, keep, keep it up, Max. You know, we'll we'll see. <laughs> keep it up. Cameron Young's given me nothing. will we'll, you know he probably doesn't seem like he's ever gonna say anything interesting, but, you know. Well,
0: he just doesn't seem to have that sort of personality. There's nothing outward about his personality at no.
1: all. And Jordan Spieth I love. You know, yeah. he can do no wrong. But everybody else, fairly unlikable. So. Oh. <laughs> Colin Morikawa
0: is unlikable. Uh, exactly. Like, not, not in a bad way, but let's be honest. Colin Morikawa is dull. That's what he is. He's dull. Well,
2: there's, there's – yeah, yeah.
0: Lovely bloke. I and mean, that's not a I – mean, some you know, I'm dull. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it. It's just how you're sort of built. I just don't like these mean-spirited no. celebrations oh, no. that led by Justin Thomas and
1: very surprised Billy Horschel didn't. we didn't really have a lot to celebrate, but uh, and Kevin Kisner to some extent as well. But, yeah, that I don't know. Is that something to do with college golf culture
2: or the, sp- the sports that they grew up watching I, or something? I think, I, I think you just get that across all sorts of people who are into sport or whatever. Some people just celebrate Angrily, Yeah, what is with that? To be be fair, I think I remember having a conversation with an old golf pro who had a pretty good career and we were talking about a a younger guy who we both knew who was a really, really fine player. And he said to me, he's never going to be that successful because he won't step on the neck of someone else to beat them. To be a top professional golfer, you have to have a little bit of a nasty streak. Now you may hide it like you Colin can, Morikawa. Or you could do
1: it like Ernie Els does it. Like yeah, you know, but that's very that's
2: part of the excitement just is that there's stand for the neck and gently
1: applies pressure.
2: <laughs> if we were, if it was, it was twelve Ernie Els playing twelve Ernie Els, apart from the fact that you'd sit there watching the golf swings, you'd go, <laughs> right.
0: "This is pretty boring." No one would stand out. There
2: they? needs to be a villain yeah. in this sort of stuff, uh, I guess and so. and like, and I'm sure for the American fan. JT's the anti-villain. He's they he's the hero they want because he's shoving it to uh, everyone else. I think of some I think some Americans well, are embarrassed by his behavior as well. Yeah, like that, uh, maybe, that maybe pa- that's part of the problem we don't have a villain.
1: Siwoo that tried to do weird. it, but then he's Wait, just
2: Siwoo, too likeable. Siwoo's like, you know, it's Patrick come Reed on. like shushing <laughs> the it crowd. It's like a caricature of yeah. being a bad guy. Look, it's so good. Siwoo That's-
0: can never come back from Jordan Spieth giving him that shake and that ass thing in the press conference no. after 2017. But, so. that, I mean,
2: the 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 other good thing that I think out of the end of all that, that, like, Everyone was into Thomas for the, you know, not giving the putt thing on Sunday, which he he does again and again, which is just mind-numbingly weird. Like if if it's that easy, just hit it in the hole. Like I don't understand. But he said on Twitter, you know, it helped. It was an internal firing up sort of mechanism. It backfired because it was. Keep it But yeah. you know, after all that, then there's the video of <laughs> Jay doing Gangnam Style, and the Americans were the one loving it. So it's kind of like the end of a footy game. Everyone gets together and has a beer. That's oh, there's another no real animosity. I don't no, think. No, oh,
0: certainly not in the President's Cup. No,
2: cap. but I think the Ryder Cup. Oh, there's no question. Yeah.
0: There's legitimate animosity yeah. between players there. I mean, McIlroy well, and Reed genuinely hate yeah, each
2: other. Yeah, and Rory becomes the villain for you know the American fans during the Ryder Cup. You know, this guy who it's really hard to dislike. Yeah,
0: week in and week out, he's the hero,
2: isn't he? He just becomes the villain, and the internationals don't have one. Um, you know, maybe Lucas Herbert could have been our villain. Oh, yeah, I could see him embracing cool. that. Role. Yeah, he, Cam could, he Davis couldn't be a villain if you not. tried. Oh, no. if he you could was dress born him a villain. In, you wouldn't know. You it. could dress him in black and put black eyeliner under him and make him the you know the he'd be tying character. the damsel to the train and, lines And you'd be going, <laughs> "He's not that." No, bad. Quite, while simultaneously tried. kicking yeah. a cat or a something. Tried. He could be he could be doing something <laughs> incredibly mean to you, and you'd go, "I understand, Cam." <laughs> <laughs>
0: The only thing that you'd ever be able to get worked up with Cam, Cam Davis is, oh, and he can do it left-handed as well. Well, yeah. that's infuriating. Yeah. Now, I don't like that, <laughs> it's hard that he's that good. So what role does personality play then, Jimmy, in these events? Is it just about the on-course competition? I don't, I, particularly in these events, don't you need that whole villains and good guys and all that sort of stuff? Maybe that's one of the other things that the President's Cup is lacking, which I think in particular the American women could bring. Imagine yeah. Danielle Kang at the President's mm. Cup. Uh, yeah.
2: She would be fiery. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I think that's right. I Love think I think the personalities need to be embraced. And I think probably they've taken away from this one is that's the case. We need to embrace personalities and really – and, like, Fair you need to time. give the opportunities for those things to show. I, I think, Rod, you and I both talked about it in 2019. That was the week after Patrick Reed had his little incident at the Hero World uh, uh, whatever it was.
0: Yeah.
2: And Cam Smith on the Sunday at the Aussie Open had just said to us all standing around, you know, blah, 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 cheat, something, and it was, whoa, hang on, okay. So we're all sitting there ready to go, and they decide suddenly to bring six Americans in at once to talk on separate podiums so that yeah, you have to right. separate. Like, they did Everything they could to make it as vanilla as possible, rather than encourage personalities to stand out and and you know get 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 the public buying into a hero villain sort of a, a side. Um, so I think they need to embrace it as much as they can. And so maybe you know get other PGA Tour mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's what they're doing with the so you gotta couple. make and you gotta make captains who aren't nice people like Trevor Immelman. The- yeah, that doesn't.
1: The only hope for the President's Cup is that they're rolling the dice every year now that there's going to be, like, an America's Cup-style victory. Ah, it's the, the
0: statistically end. we've got to win one eventually. Yeah, And that'll exactly. make it worthwhile. Exactly. I mean, the- Pre- Like the, the Qantas
1: plane crash. America's Cup coming. went over 100 years or whatever it was. I don't know.
0: 132, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, right. 132, and, I think. And
1: then- it, and, and it was almost in obscurity and then became this worldwide phenomenon and suddenly everybody wanted to host it. And now it's back to obscurity. it's back to obscurity. But, yeah, the unlikely underdog finally winning. Um, it's the narrative, the, isn't it? Not
0: the sport or the actual competition. It's that yeah, narrative. That's right.
1: And I think that's the only reason that you could possibly come up with now for holding out on this format where it's like, well, you know, when they win, it's going to be big. Mm. That's, you know – I don't think it's worth rolling that dice every year. It's just, it's just not working, and and it goes through with everything you're saying, like the the stuff about this conservative layout for the for the press conference and things like that. There's no risk taking that press
0: conference shuffle, by the way. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because you're working for us, so we got to decide where (laughs) you went. And you came
2: back talking quite highly of that interview.
0: um Made a whole bunch of sense and hasn't said anything sensible since that I can think of. Well, I he think was when he, he, get him, parents, he was quite good when you get him talking. talking he'd probably be a good podcast guest. Like when you get him talking, I think he's probably yeah, I, I quite thoughtful that. and got he's a lot of interesting you don't stuff to say. Get the full sort of. He's just got
1: well. he's got resting angry face. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, makes him a good match player. Yeah. yeah, if he's standing on the first team and you say hi, Patrick, I'm Jimmy. Right. Like if he's just got his normal face, I'd be like, this guy's gonna drill me in the <laughs> <laughs> like, ground. But I, I think. I think that's right. I mean, the, the personality parts of it is so important. Where, where the, uh, perception of the presence cup I'd be fascinated to get feedback on is in places like Korea. Yeah. Agreed. We well, don't, we yeah. don't really know how it's, ex- know, how it's received there and what that is. You know, if, based off what every, the rest of the world is talking about with Com- Tom Kim, Maybe it's the biggest thing that's happened in golf for a while there in men's golf. But like Rod and I are trying to look through the KLPJ uh, website this week to talk about you know, the event happening there, it's very hard to get a gauge. So I'd be, I'd be fascinated to know how it's going there because I'm sure the PJ Tour has a handle on that um, and that may influence their, influence their thinking around Just the presence of i heard
0: a message to ask him. He you in Korea. We'll so <laughs> see what he, if he comes back before the end of the podcast.
1: I wonder how it's uh, going in Canada.
0: Oh, look, that's a bit, it's, anyone can have a bad week. And obviously, I mean, Corey Connors, has he ever hit the ball that badly? No, I mean, I mean he's one of the best ball strikers on the yeah, planet absolutely. and that, he's hit it terrible. And no one expects him to be that good a putter, but. The downside, I think, for an event like the President's Cup is, unlike a stroke play event, you can have a poor round in a stroke play event. It doesn't matter because people are only talking about the leaders. Okay, all this focus is there now. And so that's spiral. We all know that feeling. You have a bad start to your end and watch it spiral down, which is very hard to come back particularly in, and particularly in foursomes where it's important, the world's watching, you're hitting awful shots and it, it, that's a horrible place to be so um, you wouldn't take, read too much in it. It'd be unfair to say that, you know, the Canadians are no good. I think that's a, that'd be the wrong takeaway, but it was, I mean, Adam Scott played terribly too I thought, so.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, Canada's obviously important because that's where it's going next um, you know, Mike Weir provided one of the moments of the President's sure. Cup, being when he beat Tiger in the singles and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, the but, left-hander
0: yeah. doesn't like the lefties, does he, Tiger? No, that's right. But Nico, you know if you're listening, I, mm. you
2: can understand how how that happens for those two players that week. And you can understand how Taylor Pendrith ended up being a pick. You know, he hits it a mile, he mm. quail hollow suit, suited well, and he just didn't have it. That happens. You know, that's team golf and you, you have to go through that. But um, I'm not sure of what other Canadians are on the horizon for, you know, when they go to Royal Montreal in two years and where they'll be looking at that because you need Brooke local Henderson players. to bring the crowds
0: in if they've mm. uh, made the decision by then. Yeah. That's true. Well, Leonie McGuire's almost single handedly resurrected the women's Irish Open, which mm-hmm. yeah, the no, was on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. What a that event! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Struggled in the second round and then really carved it up in the yeah. the third round and went close. So that big, was uh, big issue. Bringing uh, women into the Presidents
2: Cup is that a lot of them play events sponsored by Aramco or are individually sponsored by Ramco. So the PGA Tour probably would be very tentative around that instantly at the moment. Uh, another
0: year, year or so of so. whitewashing, of sports washing on that. <laughs> <laughs> So what is going to eventually happen? It's not obviously a sustainable circumstance where if you've had anything to do with live golf, you can't play the PGA Tour. That's just not sustainable in the longer term. We know that. So unless the strategy works and live golf disappears, there's going to have to be some kind of, not necessarily a piece of cord between the two of them. But how does that look going forward, do you think, Jimmy? Do we have players bouncing between the two? Million dollar question, really. From the live golf side, you contracted for 14 events as far as I can tell. So if you want to be a PGA Tour member, you're now playing a minimum of 29 events.
2: Correct. I, I mean, I think next year uh, will be the interesting time to see how those live golf contracts work with players playing 14 events. Um, you know, they're, they're Going to come to Australia in late April uh, with a venue to be decided. With every golf course apparently claiming to be the venue in the last couple of days. It's become but, competitive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah certainly wants it. Well, there's there's money. You know, it's it's yeah. coming. It's, it's going to help some golf courses, right? So, um, but when they come to Australia, it's going to be about two weeks after the Masters. And if those guys are all playing the Masters and how in keen April, they are to right. come down here,
0: it's a long way from Georgia.
2: It's a long way to come down here. I'd done that flight. You know, that's that's a big big commitment, so whether or not that's the first event where some live guys say, Play hey.
1: Private though.
2: I was just about to say, were you on the party <laughs> plane with Pat <laughs> Perez? Absolutely. You know, yeah. Slamming <laughs> shots. And Absolutely. But they, you know, that's that's going to be the first test, I think, of whether or not guys say, hey, can I have a week off? Because It's
0: going to happen, isn't it? At some yeah, point, a well, live well, player is going to say, listen, I want out. I want to go back to the PGA too." Yeah, exactly. They haven't had yeah. that yet, but at some point inevitable. it's going to Absolutely and I think, inevitable. I think In what, fact, not just all of them might well, be Well, Pablo, it. actually, Pablo Larathabla was never going to be a uh, one of the big stars at Live, he played one event yeah. and came back to the European Tour and yeah. sort of talked about that. and Now he'd been sort of a bit ostracized and whatnot. So.
1: Every behavior that resulted in them being unhappy with the PGA Tour enough to go to live is going to repeat itself. Repeat itself. Yeah, of course. Those behaviors. You're just taking your unhappiness you can, with you. You, aren't you can't. You? <laughs> you throw as much money as you want at that, at that attitude and it'll just repeat eventually. Mm. Like it's no, no money is ever enough to. To quell that sort of an attitude.
2: I think, I think these court cases that are ongoing with the DP World Tour, PG, PGA Tour, and all that is going to be the point where then it's worked out how you get past that of, you know, you can't have, if, if, if they start to allow players to cross over or whatever, you can't have lifetime bans for guys who
0: played events and all that sort of stuff. But they'll be made to feel unwelcome, I'm sure. Your real danger for both circuits is that the ultimate response of people is after a couple of years of this, and it's going to go for a couple of years because the hearings not to 24. will just go, you know what? I'm just bored with all of it. I'm going to go watch something else instead. That's 100%. the real danger. Hundred percent. I mean, I think at the moment it's exciting and it's got Greg Norman, it's got Mickelson, it's got headlines, and there's lots of money and there's the Saudis and there's sports washing and there's all of that, but. <sighs> In a right, year's the, time. The underlying product has to stand up. That's exactly right. And, you right. know, Liv has not innovated in any way, shape, or form. Well,
1: they ha- I mean, you can't say that. There's certainly, you know, three rounds, no cart. Oh, come cap, on. Shotgun in- start. Innovation. Teams. Those, those are all- call You call know,
0: those innovation?
1: Yeah, they're innovation. Turn it on and what do you see? Blokes playing golf. And yeah. the different graphics package and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's all trying stuff. They do What they need to do now is iterate on that and work out what the best- Form of it is, you it's know, obviously going to be. The team. They've, they've gotten some feedback on what they've done so far. Yeah, I think they need to iterate on that. And like, for instance, the shotgun start just does not work on the third day. It, I think it's fine for the first couple of days, but then half the field just like just a not g- interesting. Start, in. isn't it? It's the same kind of idea. Let's,
0: let's let's get to a position where it's getting interesting. Now get more we'll see people everybody. on the course That's quicker. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so. But by the third day, a bunch of people have ruled themselves out of the tournament. So, the reason for doing it, like having a smaller window, has gone away really. And you can just – you can go off like normal and go – everyone hit off the first and then you're only interested in the last half a dozen groups anyway. So, you still get that small window. But that's not final rounds but louder. <laughs> that's, well, but, yeah, that, I mean, that would be one thing they've
2: got to iterate on. But then the team's thing – Team's thing is on. But the, te- like the, the teams, team's thing, I think, is – they need the pl- they need it to go on for a couple of years where players contracts with their existing sponsors run out and they can dress them in the same in the same yeah, uniforms exactly. because they've got to you the cannot uniforms. have four guys on a team who are Unrecognizable apart from the little logo next to the side of their name. Yeah. If you're at that golf course watching that golf tournament, you have got no idea what's going on in the teams unless you're a diehard really fan. Really plaster them with uniforms as that's well. Right. Like Real- F1 drivers, like so just out. covered all And over. names it's that are louder. different and, yeah. you know, <laughs> and stuff that's actually different from each other because that until you get that differentiation between the teams. You've got no chance of getting people on board. Now, you know, when, it, when it comes to Australia and, you know, we'll be covering it, I'd really like to see what the experience is like on the ground. Because yeah. yeah, right do- now the people getting the experience on the ground are people who are there for the event, you know, the to, they're to, they're to drink f- along and f- have a great time and do all that sort of stuff. Majority, no not doubt there'll all, be
1: a lot of, of that in Australia too. But, but
2: of course there will be. But there'll
1: be an element of the Australian crowd will be going – Mate, shut up, mate. Like <laughs> what yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. There'll be an interesting tension there in
0: Australia. Don't but, you think the teams think at the moment they're deliberately underplaying? I feel yeah, like yeah. there's no way that a professional outfit would have picked those names and made those logos as though this is what the teams is going nah, to look like.
1: I don't like, I don't think really? they're that like there's not they're not that uh future, you know, able to view that far into the future that oh, they're like oh, I think well, they're underplaying pe- the- people are gonna deliberately see that these are joke names. They're not, that's not the case. No, I don't know. They, they were rolling the dice on. on those names and uh, they were they, thinking to themselves, this, this iron heads, come on, they, they, no, they were thinking Five themselves. could do better. Oh, no, really? they're terrible. I'm, They've, God, Beyond I'm, not, a, I'm not
0: defending the They're so the name. bad that they have to be deliberate. You can't accidentally be that bad <laughs> I'm not and a, defending a the I hope they
2: do not No, 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 I genuinely think. think <laughs> tattoo is going to go out of style pretty I quick.
1: I genuinely think they thought they'd be fun and quirky. It's like, I mean, you wouldn't have seen Thor, Love and Thunder, but. That movie illustrates, uh, like, Taika Waititi did that. He did this fantastic Thor movie with Ragnarok where he went quirky and it worked. In Thor Love and Thunder, he's gone. It just shows you how fine the line is between quirky and stupid. And that movie has, like, crossed the line for a lot of people into sort of stupid territory. And I think that's what they thought, these names. They thought they, they could work. So bad. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible. Quirky and stupid. We call it
2: the the Adrian Loeb divide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They've fallen on the wrong side. The interesting thing for me with the teams is that there's a lot of – very few – nobody's thinking very deeply about the whole thing at all, really. Like, they're just like, oh, teams. Teams good. Teams. They've got teams. Like, that's, I think, the extent of the thinking on it. But the teams event that you're seeing at a live is – as different from Ryder Cup oh. and President's Cup team as individual stroke players from individual match play. Yeah. Like, they're that Great. different. Yeah. There's, Completely. And, but I think at the moment, everyone's like, teams work teams. You've got to have teams. and But they haven't actually thought about the format of the teams and how you make it work in the same way that it works incredibly well for Ryder Cup and President's Cup and Solheim Cup. Where, like I said, you it puts you in the position of being the team captain. You can see the day play out in front of you. You don't get that at all
2: with punch versus four aces. I think it, I think it it reflects the golf uh, fan that those things haven't worked. I mean, you look at Create with the Big Bash in Australia, the Sydney Sixers, I mean, come on, that is not that is not that inventive as a name and a brand, but that brand exploded because they had. Magenta uniforms that were bright and they appealed to young kids. The the mascot was a giant six. It was easily recognisable. Now, cricket's an established sport, but the, the fan base is much more diverse than golf. So, with the golf fan, they see something similar in, you know, majestics or high flyers and they just go, no way. So, I'd say by 2023, those teams are... Completely different in yeah. terms of name, look, and everything. Yeah, like hopefully that. they're and taking I'd on you, the name of the team
1: owners, and you've yeah, got team
2: principals in there, yeah. there as well,
1: which adds another personality to it.
2: And, and I, I'd I'd suggest that you know there'd be a lot of discussion around anyone like like in every single element of this thing that's going on in men's golf, there'd be discussions with sponsors around you know what their relationships with players look like next year because that just has to be a consideration because the the the, the the field has changed, you know. The goalposts have moved, sort of thing. So, you know, they might get a chance to deck them out and head to toe, but you know, I I can't see when we get to April and they come to Australia that the Australian team is called Punch GC and there's Punch GC merchandise for sale. I would say it would have a different name because yeah. what is what it should is be Punch called G-? Blokes GC or something.
0: something. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just about terrible enough to work. Sixes. <laughs> uh, response from Dean Herden. Hi Rod, Tom Kim. Not much at all. He burst on the scene so quick that Korean public have no clue about him. The media here do such a bad job on writing up any of their players. Wow. Real-time On President's Cup, with the amount of great performances – I haven't even read this myself – with the amount of great performances from all Korean golfers, male and females, it's all taken for granted now in this country. Really? Wow. Mm. There you go. Okay. Luckily straight there was nothing hurt. spicy in there given you were just reading straight <laughs> microphone. Uh, we're not going live, so we always can edit Jimmy should it be required. But that's I find that really interesting because you make assumptions. This is what we do. We make that's assumptions right. about what's going on in yeah. other places, don't we? And so this, I can imagine it's the
2: same in Japan.
1: So would not yeah. I mean my takeaway from that is that there's nobody to upset if we just blow the thing up and do it,
0: redo it again. Couldn't properly. agree more. Could not agree more. I, I'm all for it. I Except do think- Jimmy. Jimmy wants to hold on to it. Look, uh, uh, this- <laughs> And that's not illegitimate, that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just much swayed by in the notion of it completing it's the, the ditch circle. they're going to die in. That's what I think. You make it mixed, it completes the circle, and golf can move forward for a whole generation with those three events. And to, it's sort of good representation. Gary
2: Player would be upset if he blew it up.
0: Man, well, look, Gary Player gets upset no matter what you do. Maybe Wayne
1: Grady. Is it, does he have any world records that would be invalidated? Vice <laughs> uh, President's cup
0: captain for the international team. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <Stardar>. that. <laughs> What else is happening in the world of golf? I think we've sort of exhausted the precedence. Well, we didn't. Its well, I didn't, it's just wanted to mention with Quail Hollow. Oh, okay. Like, to te- yeah. yeah, tease in. this. All right. All right. Look, Logue's nightmare would be being forced to play Quail Hollow with Justin Thomas. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. imagine. Oh. Oh. Who put their hand up for that, and though? That'd a be- day you wouldn't look for. Well, I too. But if I could afford it, I'd organise it just to see the look <laughs> on your face. Oh, horrendous. Yeah. But um, I can't, by the way, just so everybody knows, I can't afford it.
2: I mean, well, this new studio is much nicer than the old one, so I don't got questions. It's oh, true. It's true.
1: Um, look, I mean, the only thing I've got—I've—I've I've said bad stuff about Quale oh, Hollow before. I don't—I don't know why they keep bringing tournaments to it. It's just ridiculous.
2: I'll, gi- I'll give you one hint: money. <laughs> <laughs> it's green and folds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Doesn't jiggle, jiggle. Um, the <laughs> with um, that is a pop reference,
2: a, a modern reference. Rodney Murray has no chance.
1: Yeah. Um, with uh, Quail Hollow, or with with the venue for these events, all you want from the course is it for it to is for it to be recognisable. You want the holes to be recognisable, and Quail Hollow has two holes that are recognisable, maybe three. three. That the green mile, the green okay. but the first of the green mile, I, I think the tee shot's pretty. Well, I know the tee shot's kind of exciting, but um that said, I didn't really recognise it in the coverage this week. I certainly. Rec- I don't think they actually showed it much, that hole. Well, they moved
2: it into the middle of the back nine to make it play more of a part, which always yeah. throws you a little bit when you're trying to... But
1: it seemed like they never went to those groups until they got to the green there. And, and then they showed the par three because it's got water. Hey, fantastic water. And then they showed uh, what's normally the 18th because it's got a funny looking creek that goes down the middle of it and those are recognizable they do the job they're fine they're stupid holes especially the par <laughs> 3 is a stupid hole but it does the job oh, how it, <laughs> um because yeah, when they cut to those i know where they are yeah. and uh royal melbourne i knew where they were but i mean maybe that's because i know the I was course. Say, that's, that that's that's different because the majority of people watching do not recognize the holes at royal melbourne but i think the the Very lead up to the tournament Sorry, the yeah. lead up to the tournament and with uh the commentary that you have and in the and in part, the way the telecast is done, where the course is a subject of discussion, mm. a big subject of discussion, they over the course of three days of of play or four days in the Presidents Cup case, uh, you start to recognise the holes. Like I didn't recognise much of uh, Whistling Straits at the start of it. It all looks the same. as just like littered with bunkers. And, there's and water, the C's yeah, off to the, the left yeah. or to the right. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, you know, there's not a lot to recognise there. But by the end of it, I started to recognise the holes. And that's all you ask for from a course like this. And uh, you just don't get that for 15 of the holes at Quail Hollow. They're completely nondescript. They look exactly the same, nothing to differentiate them at all. And then you get to these three holes in the middle of the back nine, which they did the right thing doing the rerouting to put mm-hmm. those three holes into television more. But that was that was about it. should have just played those three... On a loop six times. In a shotgun start. And, oh, now you're talking! And then the only redeeming thing about the course as a whole is it's beautifully presented. And but so what? Like you know, Royal Melbourne was beautifully presented in its own way, and, and to and my eyes, near as
0: pristine. To my eyes, that was a far as, far
1: more
2: interesting. How thing to should program. look. At Royal Melbourne, yeah. 2019. That, I've a, never a, seen. That's that. it. That's a revolutionary ad- admission from Logue. Royal Melbourne was far
0: more interesting <laughs> to watch than Quail
2: Hollow. <laughs> so <laughs> back to I your think point, I, what you
0: said just before. Sorry, this, uh, the non-golfer would not watching Quail Hollow and Royal Melbourne to them would make no do. I wonder Quail if Hollows
1: like that it's a dog it's a dog shaped dog it's a golf course shaped golf course <laughs>
0: We're back to that if you back ask to that. a child to draw a dog yeah if you ask a child to draw a dog draw they Kama draw Kama a certain looking Kama, Kama, dog Kama, 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 Kaseki. if you
1: ask a oh. Kaseki, yeah if you if you ask a child to draw a golf course they draw something that
2: looks like, <laughs> looks quite like a quite high yeah i wonder but i don't it. think it's they would really golf interesting. There'd be golf more course.
0: ponds than lakes yeah. don't you think though even to the untrained eye Royal Melbourne looks a more interesting landscape. Oh yeah, because it's textured and like, yeah, contrasty I don't that, and yeah. Type but so I don't, so,
2: they, so. Won't, I, they won't they won't remember so. the holes. No. Yeah. But By the end of the week, they might. Oh yeah, they hit you know three wood off this tee and everything like that. But but they, they, I don't remember I don't they think see that's, it
1: from the challenge right. of the shots. Like the yeah. you, you see what the ball's doing on the ground and you start to recognise those patterns. They need to hit it over like, there for it to right. get to
2: there. You start to see that thing. occurring, and I think I think we get. A little bit too much into our own world of appreciating right. golf yeah, courses. I wonder whether you're right. I Might think, be. you know, if you took uh, someone who'd watched the President's Cup in 2019 on TV only mm-hmm. to Royal Melbourne, because remembering we're talking composite course here. And sent them out and said, Can you identify these holes from the present cup
0: routing? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Yes, I'm not suggesting that. But I'm suggesting, as a watching experience, I think the present, that Royal Moments are more engaging of visual it is. than. Of course, it's more than, engaging. Absolutely. Than, as a visual than but sort to the, of the
2: point of memorable holes as opposed to Quail Hollow. Yeah. But that's not just Quail Hollow. That's, that's every. That's the tour. I don't it's know right. how much of the Italian Open you watched at Marco Simone where they're going to play the Ryder Cup next year. Well, but- having said that, that's going to be a really good match
0: play course. Absolutely. It'll it produce is. some really yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. golf it's in gonna, match play.
2: But, you know, the golf course. Course, by the time it gets there, I'm guaranteeing there's not too many holes that people instantly recognise from the two previous Italian Opens that are going to true. be held there.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm just going back to, I don't know how many non-golfers you deal with. I didn't used to deal with very many but until I started the studio. Now I deal with non-golfers all the time. It's shocking how many of them there are. I was quite surprised. But uh, this was a few years ago. A neighbour, something came up about golf, and she said, oh, yes, I used to drive past that beautiful golf course near Pennant Hills Road there. Pennant Hills Golf Club. Said, oh, it looks fantastic. You'd be stuck in the traffic outside and you'd look through the fence and it really looks amazing. And I said, Well, golf courses come in all shapes and sizes. Here's a picture of Barnburgle Dunes to have a look at. You know, this is what I think golf should look more like. And I was stunned by the reaction where she sort of went, Oh, oh yeah. Looks a bit yuck. Oh,
2: really? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Did, not, you, not- did
1: you take her through the Doke scale? And, like, <laughs> I'll tell you,
0: <laughs> as she said it, she was backing away because I think she knew that that's what was coming. I didn't get the chance. <laughs> but I was How quite surprised you by- pulled a photo of Barn pocket. So you think back to your own perceptions of golf and growing up in Sydney, mm-hmm. you revere places like Concord and Kalara and Pentacles and there's nothing wrong with those golf courses. I'm not suggesting that in any way, shape, or form, but it's a completely different aesthetic and vibe to what you get in the links of the UK. Mm-hmm. And I think about myself, I came back from that trip, I find that very green parkland inland course, for the most part, very difficult to look at just aesthetically. It no longer pleases my eye the way it used to. I now look at a picture of Bamboo and go, that's fantastic, that's what it should look like. So your perceptions are based on all sorts of stuff that aren't related to... Necessarily the quality of the golf would have you A 100% Mm. non golfers see it
2: completely different Mm. to golfers. I mean, they would see Royal Melbourne on TV versus Quail Hollow on TV and think Quail Hollow is a hundred times better golf course because it's so nice and green and lush Mm. and there's trees and everything. You know, if you take the northern beaches of Sydney as a good example, people would look at Long Reef and Warringah. Mm and go, oh, that Warringah golf course must beautiful. be so much nice. Look at all those beautiful old trees. Beautiful landscape. That. And, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that external perception outside of golf is very, very different. Yeah. And I think with the President's Cup, you know, at Quail Hollow, you do probably get more casual observers because it's a team event where it's easier to understand that that team's beating that team rather than... It wasn't so easy to understand with well, the, with the, that, the that, graphics with package. That that's that's yeah. very true. But, you know, I think, I think that... Royal Melbourne wouldn't show up as well, which is ridiculous when you consider it as the golf course versus Quail Hollow. But the golf courses for match play events, if it's so good as it as in Royal Melbourne, it can make so much more of the event and can play such a starring role. Yeah. Or if it's just the right
0: place that delivers interesting results it. ...can also not matter. Look, Mm. and and here's the other thing that we've had this discussion about tournament golf before as well. Take a bunch of really, 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 really good golfers, put them on an ordinary golf course, you're still going to get interest in golf because the golfers are really good. So the course only plays a part... That's why the finish at Bethpage black to that PGA a couple of years ago. Bill Reeve or something. well, Bill Reeve, sorry, yeah. Bethpage black. Bill Reeve when Brooks Koepka and Adam Scott and yep. were going to. it was phenomenal to watch. Another golf course shaped golf course. That a golf course shaped golf course exactly right. So there's lots of elements I suppose yeah to make it up. But I mean, it does it does point somewhat more broadly to the perception of golf outside the game, which is becoming more and more important. I mean, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's a line to walk between like, oh, we know this type of thing might attract viewers who expect to see it, and this type of thing is an opportunity to uh, change hearts and minds a little bit. Mm. That there's a line
0: to be walked out. We need to be doing more of the change hearts and minds, don't we? Yeah, I think well, golf absolutely needs to be
1: yes. doing more of that with the way water is going to be We keep future. stepping
0: away. Pinehurst in 2014, yep. the, the two opens back to back and you know, all that and the excitement about it and how much water had been saved since the core and Crenshaw redesign and all the rest of it. What did you get? It's you know?
1: just going to be a Trump tweeting bad- that it
0: looked like a municipal golf course. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's very. It's gonna be a very bad look for golf. Like at the moment, we're in our echo chamber, and most people in golf go, "Oh, this week looks interesting and brown and burnt out and contrasty and rugged." This week looks really green. It's like shrug.
0: Yeah. With each passing week, I'm becoming more and more convinced that golf's biggest problem is within golf. That that way too many golfers really just don't get it and don't understand the threats to the game. Decisions about golf courses soon are going to be start start to be made by non golfers. Yeah. All over the place. And then, then golfers are going to jump and go, hey, how did this happen? It's like, well, guys, yep. because we didn't take any notice. Like the PGA Tour, yep. Yep. we just coasted along thinking everything was fine and get off my golf course. It's not for you to walk your dog on. This is my space. Those sorts of things.
1: Jeff Bezos in charge of everything he knows. Right. If- he did build a penis-shaped rocket, though. That's
0: so. A- Wasn't the first, though, was he? Let's be completely honest. (laughs) No. But his one is truly very (laughs) penis-shaped. Okay. Fair enough. What is that? Does (laughs) that tell us anything about golf? If Jeff Bezos was to draw a penis, what would that tell us about golf? I don't know. Does he play golf? No, not that I'm aware of, no. No, do He lifts lifts weights and stuff. He's gotten all buff. Mm, Finally a positive for the game. Uh, Well... (laughs) What have we missed? I did want to touch on the Irish Women's Open and the power of personality. We often talk about here in Australia with the Norman years and the popularity of golf, although Christian Hamilton's got a very interesting counter-theory to the whole Norman boom among golfers in Australia, which is, you should ask me about sometime, it's very interesting, coincides much more with immigration than with Norman's rise, immigration from Asia in particular, than Norman's rise necessarily, and he's got the graphs to prove it, which is what makes you go, oh, that is interesting. Correlation doesn't equal causation. No, but he does make some very interesting points. Anyway, back to, so the importance of, in a country like Ireland, which has a rich golf history, as does Australia, uh, Leona Maguire almost single-handedly has put the Women's Irish Open back on the map, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know,
2: if Leona Maguire wasn't playing, you wouldn't have probably known it was on unless you do jobs like that. My
0: suggestion would be is that it wouldn't have been on. Yeah, exactly. My my instinct is that there mm-hmm. wouldn't have been think- no women's Irish Open if, until they had her guaranteed to play in it. Yeah, yeah. good four marks to her for doing that.
2: I think there's a lot of a lot of things going in the favour of Irish golf at the moment. Again, it's it can't just be as simple as oh, Rory McIlroy or Leona Maguire or whatever. You've got Niall Horan who's you know, one of the One Direction guys who's got a golf management company who's pouring money via that company into golf in Ireland as well. So there's a lot of good things going for it, but you still need that player personality for an event to have serious cut through. Um, it's extraordinary though, doesn't it? Like, how does Irish golf continue
1: to fail to oh, ignite? Oh, bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, they've it's got truly everything. Bizarre. They've got a great set of players. It's 20. Great set of venues. McMahon, they love golf. McElroy, yeah. Lowry. It just keeps Harrington? failing to ignite. Yeah. Like, You've, they've got a major championship posted there now, like every five, ten years or so. I don't know. It's coming back, isn't it? It's Irish, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, it just it's always at risk of like, oh you lose a couple of players, we'll have to turn the call the tournament off. Like yeah. it can't get the co sanctioning like the Scottish one did and it's damn mm. what's with that?
0: At its very core though, what what the Irish Open tapped into this Irish past yeah, no. <laughs> they're just sitting there going do you think yeah, that's
2: we it don't, we don't care. Yeah, I think, I think, I it think they love golf oh, absolutely they love golf but whether they love the outside
0: part of golf and do they like professional golf, and all that that's stuff that's right or are they just yeah. happy to go play are they play happy
2: golf? to go and play those magnificent yeah. golf courses and <laughs> not tell keep anybody it to about themselves. it maybe they're deliberately trying to keep people away from them yeah. and, and, that, take and them like tea times. with those golf courses and obviously there's good structure in place in Irish golf as well to develop these players because you don't get those those sort of players you might get one but you don't get them as consistently you get McElroy but you don't get Larry McDowell no and I think that's the I think there's obviously stuff in place there, but whether it's a focus is you know you got to think like Australia. There's other sports that mm. dominate. You got your Gaelic football, hurling, rugby. You know, there's so much there. They're now more competitive internationally with cricket. There's so much else there that it's fighting for that space at a professional level, and perhaps there's just not the interest in it. Yeah, we'll have to ask Shane Darby
0: sometime. I'm sure, good idea. We'll get him on the pod. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was, isn't it though that the whole Part of what I, why I was raising that with you know, the Irish and probably wouldn't have gone ahead without Maguire, it's tapped into the very fundamental thing that Live has done, which is changing golf from an independent contractor game to a golfer's as employees. Mm. That's the most innovative thing that's happened with Liv really, isn't it? Because as Paul McGinley said in the thing about golf podcast recently, people would come to you and say, we've got $20 million to invest in golf, we want to put on a tournament, who's playing? And as the European tour, you can say, well, you'll probably get this plan, but we can't guarantee it. And that can't, that can't be sustainable. I think that's going to be the biggest change that comes from the live golf idea is that you're no longer independent contractors, you're going to get paid loads of money to be an employee. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: you look at Australian Open as a good example of this year is going to be this return, you know, men and women, all that sort of stuff, great, let's all get excited. The focus has been on getting the Australian players, all the ducks, you know, we're getting weekly announcements and stuff, but they're having to work hard to secure mm-hmm. and make sure these players are coming. Now- that's not going to work. You know, you're just going going through that process, spending all that money, doing all that sort of
0: stuff just to get a field of people who come from here. Well, golf fields will shrink, won't they? Correct. You can't afford to employ as many people as to put on an event and allow them to come and compete. Yeah. So right. the tours have to get smaller. There's no question yeah, about that. So you'll have and, and the idea of 60 paid staff, which is what Liv's done. They've so got their staff four or superstars, got superstars yeah, that get paid huge yeah. amounts. And then you've got the others who come on contract for a year or two years, whatever it might be. You can play your way in and out. It's going to look much more like that. Interesting. Codes. and that. In five years' time, that'll be the For an independent tournament like the Australian Open, that's... Well, which means that the Australian Open likely won't remain independent. It will have to become part of either the European PJ or whatever the morph of that is to guarantee X number of players. So you get those guaranteed players. But you do lose something too. There should be some like collection of opens
1: or something because opens are a tour and unto themselves or they should be. They should be. But that's the opportunity where all, all players, no matter what they're contracted to should be released for opens because opens are by their definition, the collection of, you know, you, you all come to win this trophy as individuals, every all come as welcome. If you're good enough, you win.
0: Yeah, you go. That's, go qualify. Yeah. Get in the field. Because one of the great things about the US Open, the US Open do a particularly good job of it, is telling the stories of those Absolutely. firefighters from the Midwest who've always dreamed about it and finally got the opportunity and got through qualifying. And here they are playing in the US Open alongside Rory and Tiger and all that sort of stuff. You yeah. get some good stories. Have there have been multiple firefighters from the Your firefighters to Midwest. A firefighter
2: a won the US Mid-Am a couple of years ago. And got is it home. because they do shift work? Yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of – I when I was running well, a there jobs. was a huge number of firefighters used yeah. to come and hit golf balls there because they do the night shift, come and hit some balls yeah. before they like went garbo. home or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, garbo. Like, Lester
0: like, Peterson was a garbo. Yeah. From, I worked at the casino partners. for a long time, and it was always great. You'd do the night shift and uh, yeah, well, fall, a lot of A lot of
2: guys sleep. I knew trying to play golf when they were younger work night shifts yeah. uh, stacking shelves. Stacking shelves and
0: cold Because and then
2: stuff. you could go and practice and play all day, and you'd just go in there and do that. But um, – yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there's going to have to be a change in how those those sort of tournaments work and, and getting fields together by having contracted you know, players that just go around and, and do that sort of stuff, which is where the point comes that all these people battling each other about banning players are going to have to realise that for golf on the global scale, it just can't work. They might well, it they they the let them in as, as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the world ranking situation is – the world ranking situation with Live. Oh, can
0: you explain the world ranking stills, please? Do you? Yeah, sure. You've got three <laughs> hours? The, yeah.
2: the world ranking situation with Live is completely different to the farcical nature of the world, world
0: rankings, rankings at the moment. themselves. That's exactly
2: right. Yeah. Live doesn't qualify under multiple eligibility criteria. So, you know – They've gone and they None they've of which created- is a surprise. No, to no I mean, that's all No, choices. they've gone and created something in this year that's growing. It's getting attention and it's causing a shift in golf power to them. You can't just expect everything to change for you instantly. They knew they weren't going to well, qualify. <laughs> they, they're going to have an effect on it, but you can't just by getting, making Cam Smith get up and talk about it at the press conference and go, Oh, I hope it gets sorted out. So of course you do you want world ranking points and you're getting money to play there. Like that's, that's the way it works. But the way the rankings changed in August this year is going to make it harder for players to work their way. It's going to make it harder for a Tom Kim Mm -hmm. to come through the Asian tour. Now the best players are still going to identify themselves and all that sort of stuff. But this week we've got the Dunhill links on the DP world tour and we've got the Sanderson farms on the PGA tour and there's more points on offer at the Sanderson Farms, I believe, because of the way the scaling of these world ranking stuff work. It just, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's. An impossibility to follow how the world rankings make sense unless you're Nosferatu on Twitter, who I imagine <laughs> all has, the players follow. Let's be honest. I imagine. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he is, or he, she, they, whatever is more accurate sometimes yeah. than any other prediction yeah. you can get, but must spend incredible time on it. And even just looking at the website and trying to track where a player is and their worst spot in the last one, it's so hard. But and
0: surely it will no longer. This, I think that the, death of Spiral of the World Rankings has started because Mm. it will not – the only reason for its existence apart from – The cabal that manages it. For bonus money for contracts and stuff has been to decide who gets into the majors. That's all it's been for. Well, that's out the window with Liv. Correct. We all know that it would be ridiculous to suggest that Dustin Johnson doesn't deserve a place in the open or the, the US Open and the open and the US Open are not going to ban players because they're no longer PGA tour affiliated U.S close So the world rankings effectively become a waste of time I think the majors are going to have to work out a way to decide their fields each individually
2: that's completely different and, and the they world did rankings it for becomes, years yeah. and years
0: and years and years before 1985.
2: <laughs> and then but the interesting thing is that one of Greg Norman's great claim to fame is how number of on, weeks number he was number one and he's gonna be a weeks. part of ripping down the the world rankings. You know, What's his Wikipedia page?
0: Huge be? shifts. It's like dropping a stone in a pond, isn't it? The the
2: circles yep. just keep going
0: out, oh, out I know. It's fascinating, isn't it? You start to see the impacts yeah. that you never thought I love thought it. it. There's
1: so many factors, which makes a mockery of the whole life. What do you think of this? Oh, it's good or it's bad? Like, there's so much more nuanced yeah. to yeah, it than that. Absolutely. It's like-
2: yeah. It's, but, yeah, the, the world-ranking situation at the moment, Travis Smythe winning in Taiwan last week got – Two point something points. Now the field wasn't that good and whatever, but he won an Asian Tour event. Like there's got to be.
1: Does that get him into a, the next live thing or
2: current no, team spot or something? No, the international series is international. the only thing that oh, works okay. towards. Which will be when it comes to Australia. we we'll don't him know for winning that. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I mean, I, Trav's a really interesting guy. Yeah, absolutely. And a, you know, a guy who deserves to win more golf tournaments. A really good player and, but. You know, that international series is potentially in Australia going to give more Australian guys a chance to play the next live event like
0: Trav did in England. Well, the chip promotional and rental Yeah, but, system, but, isn't it? but if they've got 48 contracted players, maybe not. It's the. Well, it's, it's it's, the I so. don't think they will. I think. They'll they have tops 24 contracted players. Mm-hmm. That would be my. That's, I think, where it'll settle. Mm-hmm. And the other half of the field can move up and down each year. Yeah. Well,
2: okay. And then, and that yep. goes back to that
0: idea of this contracted players
2: that are committed to playing around here and then a relegation promotion system like you get in, you know, Premier League football does away with the world rankings necessity for a lot of people anyway because you've got, you know, this – Your own ecosystem, you're working with players going up and down and whatever, and you qualify via a tour school for the Asian tour, and then you get up to there, and then the International Series Order of Merit gets you up and down and all that sort of stuff.
0: And of course, interestingly, the contracted players won't necessarily be contracted just because of their golf talent. Correct. No. They'll be contracted because they're the players that bring people, bring eyeballs to them.
1: It's not The Opens are there, and the Majors are there for you know who's Proper golf. Yeah, (laughs) for proper golf.
0: Everything else in professional golf is entertainment. Not Editing, everything else, no, but entertainment. But
1: this thing on. might as well be an entertainment, and I love the idea that you know, just get the best personalities. Because boy, there's some boring stuff, and uh, in the week to week PGA tour, when you know for the meritocracy, um, it's uh, it's pretty boring. Well, um, I think that's so the get the good players in there. The, I just keep coming back to F one, there's no way Yuki Tsunoda is one of the best twenty drivers. Even in the world. I know that now. Yeah. You've said it. So <laughs> I've many said it so many times. times. But that's well, bring that into golf. Please. I want interesting personalities on TV or every week in a short season that can maintain some interest or something.
2: I think that's I think that's another error of the PGA Tour of trying to hide those personalities and restrict people oh, expressing themselves. We are and young. then live see, well, let's go get those guys who are gonna be create n- yeah. news. Pat Perez. Let's get a guy who's gonna create talking points. He's not there to the best player on the team or best player in the in the league he's there to get attention and whatever and that's a that's a major advantage to an entertainment point which is what professional golf is as much as people might want to argue every time we say it that's what it is
0: yeah brain surgery is important yeah professional golf really isn't mm-hmm. recreational golf's much more important much 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 more important than yeah. professional golf there's much yeah i mean there's
1: war in ukraine and floods in pakistan and a lot a lot of other stuff that's happening in the world we can
0: Indeed. this this can be a pure entertainment yeah <laughs> it's a, this is what's supposed to be the escape from all that i think we've yeah. been, we've gone on long enough uh gents been great jimmy what an addition you're proving to be already thank you mate i agree wholeheartedly <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to be in the host chair. i we'll uh, do that next give
1: week. Give Jimmy a plug uh, on the 19th, 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 19th T podcast. Yeah. podcast yeah. Uh, Have you got a link ready for a, the show notes? The line? Oh, I'll get a link.
2: For for <laughs> it life. was I mean, good <laughs> fun. And, and two guys who are just really keen Australian golfers. Part of, are they on the Gold Coast? Is that those uh, guys? Uh One is in Queensland. One is in WA. And uh, just really keen golfers who just want to sit around and talk about golf on a podcast.
0: And as I said to them, that good can't on. be a bad thing. It's what podcasting is for. Yeah. It's what golf is for and it's what podcasting is for. So they're ticking all the boxes. Yeah. They're practically the mixed President's Cup of the golf podcast world. Well, it's too bloody. <laughs> Apart from that, obviously. Although well, you were on there this week, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Logue. Thanks, Rod. Can you can you send us a link to the T sheet at Quail Hollow with, with a picture of your <laughs> name on it? That would be outstanding. That's it for episode 100 and whatever I said it was. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode whatever is next in that line next week here on the Good Good the Golf Podcast.